0: stock rigged, full-on LS-powered two buggies on stickies. This is the Total Offer podcast. I'm Steve.
1: I'm Mike. And this is episode 201. 201. Oh, That's right.
0: We're giving We're things right. away
1: on this episode. Oh, man, I mean, are, are we?
0: Are we doing anything other than giving things away? Is there anything to talk oh, about?
1: I could give these <laughs> things away in the next 12 seconds if I, like, and did it really up. fast. And then we could just <laughs> be like, and we'll catch you on the trail. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty good at saying we'll catch you on the trail. Yeah, we could do it. 12 have a full like 60 second podcast. Thanks for joining us. That that would be pretty
1: funny. In true Steve and Mike fashion, we haven't talked at all about anything else that we're going to talk about on this podcast besides (laughs) the giveaway.
0: I don't feel like there's any need to. Because
1: Steve said that we were going to start at 8 and it's 840. So, uh, well, sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah, I know. I've met you before. I fully expected yeah. this when you were like, hey, can we start at eight? I was like, that means 30. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually yeah. when you got on here in your defense, because we did have to discuss the winners, the winners.
0: Uh, yeah. Just trying to wrap up a few things in the shop and get everything going and then get cleaned up and stuff. So. When I get on, roll, takes... I don't want to stop.
1: It all takes time. It does. Steve, are you having anything to drink tonight? I
0: am not.
1: Shall I, I go like on find pur- a drink? On purpose, or you forgot to go grab a beer? I just forgot to go grab one. Should I go get one? I mean, I'm, I'm having a beer, but honestly, it's almost empty because I had to wait for you so long.
0: Ah, uh, well, what are you drinking? I'm
1: going to Three Floyds Zombie Ice, which is a double IPA by Three Floyds. I'm finding that living in Indiana, Three Floyds is about the best beer that I can get on the regular. It's no triptych, oh, yeah. but it is, I guess, the closest <laughs> to second I'm going to get. but their beer is consistently good and available just about everywhere, because Munster Indiana's not too far from here. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so I bought a variety pack, zombie ice, zombie dust, some sort of oatmeal style that was really tasty, and uh, I can't even remember what the fourth one was, but regardless, all quite good.
2: Awesome. That sounds in mm.
0: they're all are they all IPAs?
1: uh i want to say three ipas and an oatmeal stout oh yeah okay so a little variety a little bit yeah yeah
0: is it is it are there ipas like triptych good
1: no, no ipas are triptych good oh yeah it's not it's nothing against other breweries i'm sure you're all trying very hard but i've drank triptych <laughs> beer now so like nothing else is compared <laughs> And I'm I'm not even just saying that, like when people come over here and they bring me triptych beer, I just about shed a tear because I'm like, oh, thank God, this is what beer's supposed to be.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, their hazy IPAs are hard to match.
1: We were thinking about going over to Champagne this weekend, uh, but we couldn't figure out the logistics with Elliot. So instead, Mm -hmm. Patty's sister, who has bought us a lot of alcohol in the last couple of months, is going to bring it all over to us.
2: Nice.
1: Like a Fryer Tech is going out of business, apparently. So, all the, all the oh, beer really? and liquor and everything was 20% off. So, she was wow. in there just like swooping stuff up. And I had no idea they were going out of business. Yeah, they're closing down. That's wild. It is. They've been around a long time. But regardless, wow. if you're looking for anything, uh, you know, cheap, head on down to Savoy, check it out.
0: Um, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah. 20% off. That's not too bad for liquor. No joke. Some pretty good deals. I'm going to send Derek over there. He needs some more stuff in his cabinet.
1: Maybe it's 20% off. It might be 10. Oh, yeah. No, I had to have been at least 20. 10% is like, who cares? Yeah. 10% is just another day. Right. Uh, are you going to go grab a beer or are you good? I get, no, I, I mean, go. you don't have to. I'm not trying to force you to go grab a beer, Steve. I'm I'm going to go get another beer. If you're going to go get a beer, I'm going to go get a beer. So we're going to pause this.
0: I was looking for something to drink. And beer. <laughs> Do you think it goes bad? just goes on oh,
1: no how old is it old L- oh how Eight. oh god
0: 2019 <laughs> no are <laughs> you serious november twenty sixth twenty nineteen do you think it looks bad or yeah. do you think it just ages
1: I I don't think it okay I don't think it's get like bad in the sense that it's gonna like harm you but okay. I'm pretty sure that
2: it's not gonna, it taste is the not gonna be the
1: same beer because, I mean, I've had some pretty old beer and it's been fine. It's just, I mean, it's been cold probably the whole time. Yeah. And so it's I, I mean, I in the sealed can. I'm rolling it, man.
0: <laughs> it says it says best by uh, November or best by February 26th of 20. Yeah, it's a pretty short. That's a short period. Three months.
1: Yeah, I mean, most IPAs you should drink within six months. So, wow, yeah, not six years, not not four years later, Steve, or five years, I guess, at this okay. point. 19 Maybe it's five? 24 now. So, oh, well,
0: it's November of 19.
1: Okay, so, oh, yeah. then, oh then it's totally fine. It's only four years, <laughs> not five,
0: four years Girl. past, best by date, <laughs> not
1: by four years. Past, best I by can't date. wait to hear oh. how it tastes like dank meme. No, I mean, just open it. Let's find out. Come on.
0: I'm just sitting here. I'm rolling it. <laughs>
1: you're trying, trying to get it the it sediment. Oh, there's there's the so much it. sediment. The sediment's probably hard <laughs> as a rock. Is doing anything?
0: <laughs> it's probably clear. The rest of the beer was. Probably, it was not a hazy IPA anymore. <laughs> just it comes it out it looks away.
1: like a Bud Light, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm. I'm really looking. I've never. I've never seen a four-year-old dank meme be consumed before, so I'm pretty excited.
0: (laughs) Is this what the podcast is about? Is it about beer? As I'm just rolling
1: this beer back and forth? Just open it. Uh, Okay. If there's sediment, you got it. Okay. Are we going to get a crispity...
0: No, because this is because, this is, because this turn it off. Turn off noise
1: suppression for a second. Okay, i gonna turn it off.
0: Uh, turn off noise suppression. Okay, noise suppression oh. is
1: off.
2: Okay. Oh, oh boy. Ooh, I heard it. It's danky. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna <laughs> turn off my noise suppression and try to beat you now. Oh wait, first I want to get your first reaction. It tastes fine. It's definitely not hazy. <laughs> for real it's not hazy
0: <laughs> it's not very hazy
1: I think you need to pour it in a glass to be sure but you're saying it doesn't taste hazy it doesn't have that like mellow like kind of cloudy taste that a, that a hazy beer has it's pretty good it's really? still
2: yep. I'm so glad to hear that okay it here we go like I mean, see how crispy this is I mean I heard it over here I don't kind know if you hear hear my face a little bit, but that's okay. <laughs> Mine kind of got everywhere. i on the desk
1: and... Yeah, yeah. And that's, else. that's how it goes, I guess.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Oh, I opened up a zombie <laughs> dust because I was out of zombie ice. We're Ooh. almost out. Gotcha. Okay. Also th- yep. Are we going to talk about something besides beer? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: We're going to talk about
1: four-wheeling things? I... I... Did something potentially for Wheelie recently. Did you? Actually, I did a, cu- a couple things. Not, nothing big, but just a couple little things here and there. hmm So, I don't know about you, but I lose all my motivation in the winter. Or maybe it's just because yes. I have a kid and I just don't have time to do anything. But regardless, no, no motivation, right? Mm-hmm. It's cold, and so I get home, and all I want to do is be in the room I'm in right now and play with RC cars. And if you listen to the yeah. podcast, you know that's true. I just want to play with RC cars. So... What do I spend my time doing when I have a little free time? I get on the Internet and I look at rare old vintage RC cars, parts, you know, just old RC car stuff. And thusly, when I get a little bit of money, usually spend it on old RC car parts and things and trucks and, you know, that sort of stuff. But the other day I thought to myself, snow day has been down for like, I don't know, a month, something like that. Well, Maybe. I don't know. Just, just, yeah. just called a month for a sick argument. Right. What's stopping me from today? Some shackles. So rather than buying RC parts, I recently purchased some Ora Super shackles. Right on. So they're in the mail.
0: Just going to do the redo, the same thing you're already doing.
1: I'm going to replace the leaf springs with, I think, new body style Chevy 2500 springs. Definitely going to pull at least one or two leaves out um and put new shackles on because the shackles are pretty much destroyed okay and i mean it's a fairly simple project i always need to get some hardware and should be get to go i'm kind of trying to figure out how to know without having to do the job more than once how to know if i've pulled enough leaf springs out like, do I just set the truck's weight on it with like some u- bolts like loosely tightened and like kind of jump up and down on it, or do I really need to drive it? i mean they're they're used springs, so it's not like they need to break yeah. in
0: well, obviously, you need to get rid of the like the helper
1: oh, yeah, gone.
0: thank you. Yeah. and then um, yeah, I don't know do you take how many leaves from that pack do you know?
1: I can't even remember. They've been sitting underneath the 91 since we moved in. I just don't remember.
0: You just have to figure out how many it's got and then assess what you think. Just, I don't know. I don't have any calculation of how many to pull
2: to get the. uh, Yeah. yeah.
1: soon hmm. So pull, pull the helper, pull a couple, like, I guess, depending on how many leaves it is. Just right. Pull a couple out and set the truck yep. down on it and see if it has crazy rake or if it kind of levelish mm-hmm.
0: and that's kind of levelish and then also like doesn't have any flex anymore.
1: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Like with Derek's truck, they did, but Derek's truck weighs yeah. two thousand pounds more than yeah. mine does. Derek's truck. I think heavy. he ran the full pack. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I I don't have near as much weight, so I'm not sure exactly mm-hmm. what the plan is there. But free leaf springs with good bushings, like I mean, they're in good condition. I mean, why not run them? You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can adjust that pack to be right for snow day. I mean, right now, the leaves that are in it are mm-hmm. the stock leaf springs for a heavy mm-hmm. half ton because it was, you know, it was the the six lug, 14 bowl semi floater. And I've done nothing to them other than move the position and they were just fine. So they had to have been heavier than the standard leaf springs that would have come in a half ton, right? Because the one that mm-hmm. came with the, the 14 bowl rear was like a slightly higher GVWR, even if it's a few hundred pounds. They're like somewhere between a half and a three-quarter ton pack. Okay. So anyhow... Make his life hard. Yeah, exactly. Let's make Kyle's life as hard as possible. Yeah. Let's record so, on a Tuesday and try to have our podcast out on a Tuesday so that Kyle's life can be <laughs> as hard as possible.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: and that sounds accurate. So... Yep. You got a you said you're going to check the GVRW of a stock twenty five hundred.
1: Oh, I hadn't even thought
2: about that, but I guess I could. Yeah,
0: I guess I don't know that it would. I don't think it'll matter because. Of what you're trying to achieve, like so there's they are factory three quarter ton leaf springs
1: for a ninety nine to like oh six Chevy.
0: And what were those under?
1: I don't know, some truck Derek got them out of. Oh, and he put them under his truck first. They were under his truck. He took them out because he wanted fancy leaf springs. He got Deavers. And so he gave he just gave me these springs. He was like, I don't just, just don't want them. And I need leaf springs because mine are obviously messed up. The bushings are toast. Like there's just a lot of reasons I've needed new yeah. leaf springs for a while. But now is the time to do it since I have a bent leaf. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to upgrade to some new body style leaves. Just need to They're figure out how many I need. Uh I think so, yeah.
2: Oh, that's cool. That'll be handy.
1: Yep, no issues there. hmm It's just a matter of knowing how many leaves to how many leaves to leave.
2: How many leaves to
0: leaf? No, how many leaves to how many yep. leaves to leaf? <laughs> how many leaf to leaves to leaves? <laughs> Leafity leaf leaf.
1: Yeah, all that. Uh huh. So I um, don't know. I might just set the truck down on them, you know, and just see how it looks. And if it looks levelish, then send it. And if I hate it, I guess I can always take them back out. It's not like it's the end of the world to take out a leaf spring.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, you can put in, you can put one back in or take one back out. And it's not that hard. Just undo the U-bolts and in the centering pin and put it back in.
1: You know what? I haven't even really thought about this before, but the leaves that are in it still have the overload because they're factory. I never fucked with them. Oh. Really? Yeah, I wonder if that's been hampering my flex. It always seemed like the rear flexed really well, but I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'd have had a little bit more if that overload mm-hmm. hadn't been contacting.
0: How far is your tire from, I guess, how much, A, a shock are you using? Not then, all of it. B, not all of it. And then, B, how close is your tire to hitting the fender wall on the flatbed?
1: Not that close. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, maybe. maybe yeah, I don't move. know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll right. magically have more flexolins and yeah, Ooh. wouldn't that be <laughs> nice?
0: Huh? Yeah. You know what you'll be able to do in that case? You'll be able to look at your leaf springs and the thickness and all that stuff and kind of judge on the new leaf springs where you want to be, you know, kind of just eyeballing, I guess. But I don't know when it comes to like bastard packing stuff. How, how do you know?
1: Yeah, so, you yeah. really don't. You just throw it together and hope for the best, yeah. I think. Yep. I think it was weird when Chevy went from uh, old body style to new body style. How I think I have four or five leaves in the current pack. Yeah. And the new half ton leaves were like two leaves and an overload. And it was the same capacity. It's just weird that they did that. I guess. Three inch thick leaves. I guess. I don't know.
2: I would love to know
0: a little more. We should like get somebody on here that does leaf spring like that does spring tempering.
1: Oh, yeah, that wouldn't that be interesting. Well, <laughs> it'd be interesting if they dumbed it down for us. Otherwise, we'd just be like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: yep.
1: like, if somebody got really technical with us, we might be like, hold on, hold on. You're talking oh, to regular a, folks here.
0: I would love to, uh, like, get somebody to talk about, like, the tempering and how they get different spring rates. You know, is it all in the thickness of the spring that, that changes the rate, or is there, like, different uh treatments like heat treatments that they do that change the spring rate like a lot of that would be fun to know uh if anybody has uh, suggestions please let me know yeah
1: that would be kind of cool to have somebody on here and do all that
0: that would be i wonder if we know anybody that knows springs like like leaf springs or like coil springs yet you could like would also be cool but leaf springs would be cool because that's something that i don't know just it's a little bit different. So many vehicles it's, run leaf springs.
1: Yeah, I was going to say it's a little bit different, and it applies more to the common man, because not everybody out there is running coilovers.
0: You mean poor people?
1: Yeah, all the, all the poor people yeah. who listen to the podcast, like you and me, mm-hmm. they need to know about leaf springs, and it would be interesting to know what we can do as poor people to have a slight advantage while still running leaf springs.
0: Right. Be, it would be awesome if... Uh, I'm I would be willing to bet that there is a uh a forum write up somewhere on like the different spring rates of the different different thicknesses and widths and you know different vehicles
2: and things like that.
1: Oh, well, you're probably right? exactly right. But forums I rate four by four. Hey man, forums mm-hmm. though, you know? Yep.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be hard to dig for it now.
1: Somewhat. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. It's a shame mm. forms aren't around. They were so handy. I know.
0: What do you think? Should we give some things away? I mean, we could. It's optional. Yeah. Let's let's sprinkle it. Let's sprinkle it out. Let's do like the first winner or should we do like the other way? Like do last place first and then work our way up like through the podcast. So we'll do that and have a little discussion and then give away something else and have a discussion.
1: Uh, I'm fine with that. That sounds good to there me. You will do last place first. I'll do last place first. All right, let's go. I'm just going to do it, right? We're not going to we're not going to beat around the bush. We're just going to go right for it. We're just going to right for it, I think. Christopher Ford, so, you Chris. won a T.O.P. swag pack. Hey, hey. I, I loved your post. I love the creativity drawing the T.O.P. logo. You did a pretty good job. Uh, almost as good a job as Ian did originally when he drew it. And <laughs> uh, and obviously he was working on his rig. Uh, a very cool post, and so we're going to send you some stuff. Awesome.
2: Love yeah. it. Thanks, Christopher for playing.
0: And congratulations on winning.
1: Yes, indeed. And more well, goodies to give away mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. sorry, as the podcast goes on, <laughs> that's all.
0: And it uh, right on. We gave things away. We gave a swag away. Yes, indeed. We shall talk about more four-wheeling things. What's the next wheeling event?
1: The next wheeling event? Oh, man, you can't ask me because my truck isn't operational oh. right now.
0: So with the new shackles you got, are they just going to remain in the same place? Or are you going to do a uh, cause there was some discussion of doing a. A tension shackle rather than oh. a compression shackle.
1: Trust me, Stephen, I would love to do a tension shackle. Okay. Uh, little did I know when I did a shackle flip that it was going to make my departure angle worse. I, I guess I never thought about it. And oh. honestly, most of the time, it's pretty OK. Yeah. But of course, there are those times where you're in a very steep climb that you get into the shackles. They start digging in the ground. It's pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. Problem being, I do a tension shackle, which the process is easy, right? Yeah. Shackles aren't necessarily expensive. You could even use the shackles I just bought. Um, you just have to reinstall a hanger made for that. Mm-hmm. The problem lies in that the leaf springs have to be arched. They have to be lift leaf springs. Because rather than gaining your lift from doing the shackle flip, yeah. you gain your lift from the springs. So now you're talking custom springs for a lift kit. And most lift springs aren't mm-hmm. necessarily made for off-road. A lot of them are just made for show trucks. They're very stiff. So you have to get oh custom leaf springs that are both soft and have lift. And next thing you know, you're 1500 bucks in the hole. So... Not it's doing that right it. now. Yeah, well, I'm, oh, I'm really? sure it's worth it.
0: There was once a host on this podcast who said, buy once, cry
1: once. There was. I remember it there was. vividly.
0: Yes. There was, in fact, a podcast host who said those things.
1: Well, it's not happening this go round, but maybe uh, next time. I get it. I
0: get it. Um... <clears throat> So, okay, so you're going back to a compression shackle, same as you have a lift shackle. And they came from Offroad Anonymous. And you called them what?
2: Uh,
1: Offroad Design, not Offroad Anonymous.
0: Oh, oh, I thought you said they came from ORD.
1: Right. ORD, not ORA. If ORA made them, I would have bought them from ORA, but ORD makes them. So that's who I got them from.
0: I'm dyslexic. It's fine.
1: That's not dyslexic. <laughs> you're just wrong.
0: Oh, okay. Um, cool. Yeah. I'm excited to see how that all goes together and excited to see how the new leaf springs sit underneath the truck.
1: Yeah, I think they'll sit nice. And just having shackles that aren't bent to shit, I think will be nice.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, you
1: know, maybe the truck will ride a little better. Maybe it'll flex a little better. I, I don't know. I mean, a bunch of stuff is just worn out and needs attention, and I'm replacing all of it. So, hopefully, that will
2: uh, yield me some sort of result. Um, so about that. About what? The shackles you have now, what are those? They're just a, just a generic lift
0: shackle?
1: They're the factory shackles flipped upside oh, down. Oh, okay, I
0: couldn't the remember. The shackles those. that came
1: with the truck and they're okay. like eighth inch stamped steel and they're bent to shit. They're just, yeah, they've been beaten and beaten and these new ones are quarter inch thick and gusseted and welded and they're just, they're like, 20 times the beef. So yeah.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Are the new ones, uh, the new ones, the same amount of lift, like just a stock replacement.
1: They're exactly the same size. Four and a half inch. I die. Perfect. Yeah. It should be a fairly easy swap. I'm a little concerned about uh, the bolts going through the front hangers. Just because I can't remember if I ever took them out. Like I remember me and Ian knocked all the rivets out of the frame Where the front hangers attached to the truck and then we moved them you know down the frame so like shorten the wheelbase of the truck but i don't remember if i ever took the leaf springs off of them or if i just moved the whole assembly forward and if those bolts have been in there since 1994 Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's not very likely they're coming out of there Uh, it's gonna be some some salt, salt or a cutoff wheel or some heat or some something i don't know but it's not gonna be pretty. Thankfully, I'm not trying to save those bushings. Those leaf springs are going in the trash. So if I have to Mm -hmm. uh, to melt them, they can melt. They can melt. Yep.
0: They can melt. Uh, (laughs) Well, hopefully that's not the case. Hopefully the bushing was nice and tight against it and it didn't get any kind of uh, moisture in there. That
1: would be. Oh Yeah. All those times I was underwater, no moisture got in there at all. The total, totally clean and Mm -hmm. beautiful. Brand new metal Mm -hmm. in there.
0: Nice, tight seal.
1: Still got the zinc plating on there from nineteen ninety four. Yes. Oh yeah, it happens all the time. In the <laughs> all the time, yes.
0: All the time. so right on, right on. I haven't touched my
1: Jeep. Is it still in the trailer? No, no, it is. Oh, the trailer. look at you! Hey, so
0: immediately. Uh, speaking of which, I need to take the trailer back to the sh- dead, sh- dead shop. Thank you for reminding me of that. I might do that tonight. Uh Nope, pulled it off the trailer and um
1: and looked at what, it. Uh, yep, that's pretty Wipe, much it. Pulled wiped the, the window off with the microfiber.
0: What did I do? I parked it in the shop and then I just left it there for a day or two, and then I rolled it around front and and parked it out front. I should go fire it up because it's been really stupid cold. Mm-hmm. I should go fire it up and see if it'll run. And then yeah, I haven't really done a whole lot to it. So speaking
1: it speaking of the very cold. Mm-hmm. Snowy's so battery's been dead for, I don't know, a week or so. Oof. And I tried putting mm-hmm. a charger on it. It seems that most of the outlets that are on the outside of my shop have uh, an issue with the GFCI. But one mm-hmm. of them doesn't. So I plugged it in <laughs> the front of the shop and then ran the extension cord all the way around in the back. Oh. And I tried to charge it. and No matter what I would do, it'd give me an error because the battery was so dead. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's an AGM. It's a Optima. So dead, it was giving me an error. And I even tried hooking a jump pack up to it to get it started. And it worked, and as soon as I took the jump back off, it went back to error, and I was like, "Great, this sucks. I'm gonna have to pull, like pull the battery out and like nurse it back to life and all that." Well, I went out there today, 40 degrees, right? Way better than zero when I was out there last time, mm-hmm. and it just started charging. I just took the battery charger up and hit start, and it was like, "Okay, too cold, couldn't do it." Yep, it was the battery was frozen, even though it, spiral batteries don't freeze. It was still frozen, still frozen. I guess. I guess it was frozen. I don't know. It's charging as we speak. Do they use Do they use a special fluid inside of those? Uh, absorbed glass mat batteries don't have battery acid, which is why they're non-spillable.
0: But they have a fluid in the uh, mat. Sh- um, right? It has to. It has to have a fluid that conducts between the, the... Yeah,
1: I wish so. I knew more about agm batteries i mean absorbed well, glass mat is what's is what it stands for but right. i don't know like if they're not spillable it means that the the liquid isn't liquid right
0: well the liquid is liquid but it's in the mat and so like even though it may spill it's not going to be like a battery where if you like pop, like punch a hole in the side of it it just starts glug, 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 you know what i mean like
1: that's true yeah uh, it's more at- like a gel than a liquid maybe or or it's just
0: It's just saturated, like to the point of saturation, and that's it? I don't know. I don't know. You're going to look it up? Yeah. As you should. Question, (laughs) the reason I ask that question is because if it is just, in fact, like a distilled water that is in the AGM, then it could still turn into a slush. But even as a slush in the mat, or even as a frozen piece in the mat, Does it matter because it's still conductive to some degree?
1: Dude. Okay, so a special glass mat separator that wicks the electrolyte solution between the battery plates. The Mm -hmm. materials design enables the fiberglass to be saturated with electrolytes and store the electrolyte in a, quote, dry or suspended state rather than in free liquid form. Interesting. I, I don't exactly know what that means. Like, how does that, what's inside the optimum battery? Oh, believe in Jeep has a video. This is what's inside an oh. optimum battery. Can I watch this on silent? Thanks, Matt. Is oh, he going to cut one apart? That'd be really cool. He just takes a sawzall and just cuts the battery in half.
0: We'll find out exactly he what's should. in it. Hey, While we wait to find out what's in it. why? Oh my don't God, we he actually
1: is taking it apart. Ooh. Anyway, what?
0: Why don't we give something else away? Oh my God, you're right. While you wait for the answer to be given on the screen.
1: He's like trying really hard to get this thing apart. OK, so anyway.
0: I love it. I love and, it and being distracted, you are much like me right now.
1: I am just like you. I'm just love like it. Steve. I just watch videos and try to podcast at the same time. Love it. Josh Weber. You have won an offer anonymous angle grinder wall mount congratulations
2: yes congratulations josh weber
1: you have won. <laughs> we liked your post you did your best to create the top logo and that uh worked. and therefore you win and therefore you win yeah i liked how creative some people were with these there were some funny ones there were some creative ones but everybody that was worked. just you know having a good time with it i wish and we could uh, and i loved it everybody i know if if we had more things to give away only five yeah. this time, but uh, well, that's fun. Hey, you know, it's, I was gonna say it's more than none, so yeah That's more than none. for sure. Yeah, we're, we give away more than none things, so please yeah. enjoy the things that you have won if you have won. I don't Did know, man, I'm that? looking at this video and mm-hmm. should I like send you a link or something I like okay. it's hard to even say he's he's got it apart, and I mean, there's no liquid coming out. How did it's he get it a, apart? You opened it up? A uh, screwdriver, grinder, just like yeah. a chisel, a hammer. Like he's like top, sitting there just off. beating on it. Yeah, he's got the top like mm-hmm. nearly halfway off at this point. Now he's using a hammer and a screwdriver to just beat it beat it off. I hate, I hate to say beat it off, but he's beating it off. Oh, it's off. That's okay. what he's
2: doing. <laughs> That's what he's doing.
1: I should sorry. send you a link.
0: That is what he's doing.
1: Uh, I mean, he's, what can I say? He's, He's doing it. He's beating it off of there. So I'm gonna send this to you if you feel like uh, partaking in this video. I'm not. I'm watching it without sound. So he's talking wow. about what he's seeing right now, and I'm looking at it, but I, I can't say I for sure exactly what's happening. without sound, I mean, nope. it's just I'm I'm looking at the inside of an Optima battery, but I don't know what he's saying or like what he's oh, seeing really? specifically that I'm not. Man, it's weird. It looks like it looks like clay inside of like spot. Oh. It looks like a, Ooh, he's what, do you the what, do you, what do you call that? So, uh, like a like dielectric? No, no, I'm trying to think of what that snack cake is called. Swiss rolls.
0: Oh, yeah, the Swiss rolls.
1: It looks like Swiss rolls. <laughs> if uh, instead of being like chocolate, they were like vanilla. So it's like Ooh. you get the vanilla frosting, but also like it's vanilla like cake. Are you watching like s- this apart and pull one of the cells out? He currently is has all he has a top off and he has all the cells yeah. just sitting in there and he's like touching it with the screwdriver and kind of scraping oh. against it.
0: I but fast it all feels bit.
1: very solid. I'm at like eleven yeah. minutes in.
0: Yeah, he's like cutting the corner off of it and to take one of the cells out. I kind of like moved ahead to see where the good. Part oh was yeah, at.
1: I see exactly what you're talking about now. Mm-hmm. Man, I'm glad he's wearing gloves. I feel like you're going to burn yourself no, or something doing like, like, this. Yeah, I
0: don't know. So it's an electrolyte solution. So in the Time that I was building, uh, hydro. Um, I was building what are those called? Um, just the the word just slipped my mind hydrogen generators. Um, You were
1: building a hydrogen generator, Stephen. Yes, I was. There was a time
0: that I was very interested in the whole hydrogen generator deal, and so I was taking like copper coils and stainless coils and all sorts of different like coils, and I was trying to
1: make. Well, hydrogen generator, what are you, what are you throwing your hands up at Why are you, what are you talking about? Hydrogen generator? People don't just build a hydrogen generator. This is yeah, a dude. science class. What are you doing? I built
0: a hydrogen generator in my Mazda in a mason jar. And, um, what you would do is you would put distilled water into the hydrogen generator and then you would put an electrolyte in something like uh, sodium, like, uh, um, baking soda. Or a or borax uh, would also work really well. So you start introducing the electrolyte solution or so- sodium to the water, and what that would do is it would make it more conductive. And depending on how, like you could literally take, uh, like as it's sitting there running and bubbling. Okay, so as soon as you put okay. current to each coil, um, it starts bu- bubbling immediately, and then uh, as you add in. Your solution and make the water more conductive, you can literally watch the amps go up on this generator. I had a 30 amp fuse in there and I would pop the 30
1: amp fuse. So, what was the purpose of you doing this?
0: So, I took and piped from the uh, hydrogen generator and ran it to one of the open vacuum ports on the carburetor in my Mazda and supplemented the fuel with hydrogen
2: what the hell are I you cons- talking about? I'm yeah, I'm confused I'm
1: because no, people don't just I, randomly create like a Mason jar hydrogen generator and start feeding their carburetor with, with hydrogen in
0: 2010. That was a thing. Um, I don't even remember how I stumbled across that information and then started doing it. But in 2010, it was much more prevalent, uh, that people were trying to build these things. And as HHO generator, And there were some people that were trying to run complete engines off of them, but the amount of generator that you would need was intense. Like you would have to have these giant cells that were each one, probably four times the size of a battery. And you would have to have, I don't know, six, eight of those in a vehicle to generate enough hydrogen to run the vehicle solely off of hydrogen instead of gasoline.
1: I mean, yeah. Toyota did make a hydrogen fuel cell car a few years back. I don't think we still sell it. It's called the (laughs) Mirai. Oh, really? Mirai? But yeah, you had to like go to a hydrogen fueling station to use this car. And so, yeah, let's go to your nearest hydrogen fueling station.
0: So that would have been the premier option. And honestly, the way to do it would be to build an HHO generator at your home that is rather large and it can and then have it pumped into a tank. And then just fill a tank in your vehicle. It would be easier that way. Uh, but at the time, I was trying to play around with it. And honestly, it was pretty cool. Um, the most success I had was copper coil and a pretty good amount of borax. We were, play, like, we were feathering the fine line right against a 30 amp fuse. And the results I was getting was uh, a different idle. Like you could noticeably tell the difference in the idle of the vehicle. Um, mm. uh, and then also water coming out of the tailpipe and uh, the fuel like the exhaust smelled almost sweet that's weird it was very interesting when i achieved that and then like other than that though you couldn't really tell a big difference um mileage wise was tough because the generator was too small and didn't have enough like water in it to really keep up so you could only run it for I don't know, maybe a day or so. And you'd have to open it up and refill it and then put the borax back in. And I played with it, but I never like perfected it. I, well, had, I went well, yeah, several
1: that's several generations. That sounds crazy. Even trying. Yeah. It, it sounds crazy.
0: It's cool. It was a lot of fun. I learned a lot. Um, I did. Uh, I built one out of stainless washers for my cousin in a PVC, uh, like in a PVC tube. Um, I built another one out of stainless um, like cover plates for like wall outlets. And did that. So the state the problem you had was that the diode and the cathode, and one of them would the negative side would always oxidize. And so you would have, if you used copper, it was super great because it was really conductive. But the I don't remember which one's the cathode and which one's the anode, but anyway, uh one side of it would always oxidize and then once it oxidized you would lose a lot of that conduct that uh conductivity and it would cut down on your production so you'd have to pull it apart clean it put it back in eventually you'd run out of copper this all started from this all started from uh watching this video
2: wow about batteries
0: so batteries uh, when you overcharge a battery, that's what it turns into. It turns into a hydrogen generator. That's why it smells like sulfur. That's why it like detonates.
2: Okay. Yeah. That's why when, we know yeah, when you, when you, um,
0: like you've heard of people like hooking a battery up and the battery just explodes yeah, it's because yeah. there's too much hydrogen in the area. The area was hydrogen rich. You click it, it goes boom, right back into the battery and the battery boom blows up. Okay. Yep, Good to know. Because you're boiling your battery, and your battery just turns into a lead-acid hydrogen generator.
1: Speaking of batteries, if anybody else watches the Bleeping Jeep video where he takes apart an Optima battery, once he took that cell out and he unrolled it, it looked way more like a Swiss roll because the chocolate was in there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yes, it does. (laughs) I'm watching unroll it right now. I had to rewind because I was talking about the hydrogen generators, which hopefully you guys enjoyed that conversation about hydrogen generators. A lot of information there. If you want to build one as a science project, highly recommend it. So much
1: fun. So, you said you built it in a mason jar, which that sounded kind of dangerous to me because this glass, something into myself, like if something goes wrong, doesn't you know, just have like a glass bomb in your vehicle?
0: Yeah, but it was underneath it was the just hood. explode.
1: Oh, it's it underneath the hood. the hood. Okay. Yeah. Was I was I'm picturing sorry. you having this thing like on your passenger seat and like running stuff to your Ow. carburetor. And I'm just like, that sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't be great. <laughs> uh, so, a lot of guys would do a spark arrester. So, you would come out of your generator, it would be a hose comes out of the generator. Goes into another container and it goes all the way to the bottom, and there's just water in that container. It, and then that water would, and then it would just bubble and then, excuse me, it would just bubble through that spark arrestor and then it would pull out again. I don't know. I don't think that it was that big a deal because of where I had it and the round of production, worst case scenario, vehicle backfires and you hear a loud pop and the mason jar is non existent. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. Not the not the worst thing ever. Um, but we had a lot of fun when we built the
0: one with my cousin. Uh, when I built that washer, uh, the one out of stainless washers, and every other let's see, how do we do that? The washer stack was positive, and then there was another rod in there that was a negative. And it was cool because having a little bit of borax in the water caused it to get a little bit frothy. And then once it got frothy, you could literally light the bubbles. And when you light a hydrogen bubble, it's a it's a loud crack. Hmm. It's cool. Yep. There's there can be a lot of fun with a hydrogen generator. So like I said, if you want to build something cool like that, uh, highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun.
1: And then you plumb it into your carburetor and see no effects on your vehicle. Uh,
0: Yeah, exactly. It was supposed to increase fuel mileage. You know, back then in 2010, fuel prices were up a bit. And everybody was like, oh man, it's so expensive for fuel. And I'll drive around in a, you know, 86 Mazda pickup with a carburetor. And I um, already yeah. got
1: 35 miles a gallon, but you needed more. I think
0: it got like 16 or 18. Jesus,
1: that's terrible for a little four cylinder pickup. Two,
0: yeah, two wheel drive, two liter.
1: Was it a manual? Five-wheel. Yeah. I guess 16 it or
0: 18. It might have got better. might have got 20 something. I don't remember. I'm That's just
1: thinking like a full size V8 pickup gets 16 or 18. What the hell are you doing driving yeah. around in a manual four cylinder two hole drive pickup and not getting like 25 30? I drove
0: it like a track car. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere Best you go, you had that old board to go anywhere. It had 86 horsepower and a long in it, and I put a, a long tube header on it.
1: I guess that is a good point.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, we got Steve. Hmm. I would give something else away. You know what? Sorry, I'm not falling asleep. I just, Hmm. I just got so bored with your hydrogen generator talk. (laughs) I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. I thought it was interesting.
2: Well,
1: we're getting something else. That's way way more interesting. Yes. Number three, Trevor Torrens. Great post. Uh, Pretty funny. You're a funny fella. And you won yourself. What'd you say?
0: Love to see you working on your rig.
1: I like to see that he was in the garage barefoot. Hey, don't work on your rigs barefoot, guys. Tre- Trevor is the exception, not the rule. I've don't do it.
2: Exception.
1: He's just, bare- it's just like hanging on the garage. barefoot. What are you a ragamuffin? So anyway, Trevor, you won yourself a more quad. Hope that you don't already have one of those. Me and Steve weren't sure. So enjoy your prize, sir. Hell yeah. Hopefully he doesn't already have one of those. If he does, I'm sure he can trade out of it. Somebody sure needs one almost, of those.
0: Almost certainly can. Yeah.
1: All the people that we know, they have ours that I almost said RC parts that have uh, truck parts laying around. Somebody could trade something for something. Yep. Should be good. All right. So, hydrogen generators, leaf springs. What else we got? Anything else this week? We talked about batteries a little bit. Oh, I guess batteries was what led you to talk about hydrogen generators. Right, Steven?
2: Yes. Right, distracted guy? Yeah. Always. 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 How's your dank
1: meme treating you over there?
2: You know, it's decent. It's dank. Is this,
1: I mean, does it still taste like dank meme even after four years Here's, beyond its expiration date?
0: It's a little different. I don't feel. I feel like it might be even smoother. It might be. I feel like it's smoother than dank meme.
2: Maybe it's, it's lost prob- some of its carbonation. I bet it's lost some of its flavor. Yes. A dank meme wouldn't last three days in my fridge. I can't believe it lasted four years and years.
1: (laughs) Just saying, like triptych beer does not last long on here. I could try to I could like I had to like like, actively try to not drink my last triptych beer tonight. Really? I have one in the fridge. One. I was like, don't do it. It is is, uh my spaceship knows which way to go.
0: You know what I think is still also up in the in the uh, beer fridge?
1: Almost room uh, for dessert.
0: Yes. I think there is an almost <laughs> always room for dessert. Is that right? Is that that's the tiramisu?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. so.
0: And then I also think there's a dearest Anna.
1: Oh, well, that one actually you can save for a while, but I don't know about how long. You should probably just drink it.
0: It's got to be. I can't drive home.
1: Not if you drink that. You can't. No,
0: no. You can't drive home after that.
1: I mean, no. The trick is you drink it really fast and drive home really fast.
0: It won't hit (laughs) you until you get to your door. We did that. uh, uh, (laughs) We did that. Excuse (laughs) me. You just had to start that shit. Um,
2: Talking about beer is extra boring, right?
0: Did that last week. We I was I went and hung out with Derek, and we went to go get sushi, and went to his house, and he's like, "Ah, yeah, you want to do a shot before we leave?" I'm like, "Ah, sure." And so did a little shot of some Captain Morgan. And then he's like, hey, have you ever had a 1942 tequila? He's like, do you like tequila? I'm like, yeah, I like tequila. And he's like, oh, yeah, you want some 1942? And I'm like, tell me more. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's a $180 <laughs> bottle of tequila. I was like, bring it on. And so he busted out and take a poor little you know, shot of that and uh, drink that. It was good. It was really good. Super smooth. Um, no bite. Just, just really good. Very like had a lot of uh, like note, n- uh, like uh, nut notes, like notes of like nuts and things like that. Um, but it was fire. And so we did that. And I looked at him. I said, "We gotta go before this kicks in."
1: was <laughs> like, like All right. immediately, yeah."
0: Uh, immediately, we didn't let him stream it. <laughs> yep. And uh, got over to the, uh, got over the restaurant, ordered a Captain and Coke, and we're sitting there and uh, um, drinking that Captain and Coke. And eating some like edamame or whatever, and I looked at him. I was like, "I'm buzzing." He's like,
1: "I bet too. you <laughs> Damn. Yep. Like,
0: good thing we got here when we did. That was close. And then they
1: and then they Ubered home. End of story.
0: Hmm. No, we sat there, had a couple of Captain Cokes, ate a copious amounts of sushi, and then left. And we Ubered home. Out of the bank. Yes. And then but we, they took you know, an Uber. We Ubered to Barrel House <laughs> where we had another Captain and Coke.
1: And then when you, we Ubered you went to Barrel House and you didn't drink yeah. beer.
0: The beer that I wanted, the tap froze. Uh, what does it even mean? So they had left. They had taps over here and then taps over here, right? All the good beers are over here. Old beers over here, meh. And I'm like, uh, can I get that? And I don't remember what it was, but it was something that sounded delicious. And he was like, unfortunately, these cold temperatures messed up something with the tap system or whatever. And all of that beer is room temperature.
1: Oh I was no. like,
0: are you kidding me? He's like, no, hey, I, I
1: like, can ah. hear me through your mic. Is your noise suppression on? Mm-hmm.
2: I
0: thought I'd turn it back on. Why would it be doing that? Yeah, it's on. I don't know. OK,
2: weird. So you're making noises. I guess hmm. maybe we need to be quieter. I don't know. Shit. I know. I you shouldn't be
0: hearing yourself. That's for sure.
1: It was weird. It's
0: gotta be that's got to be a glitch in the matrix.
1: It's always a glitch, isn't it? It is. So,
0: yeah, that's what uh, that was. That was my story of quickly drink it, consume it and then go home.
1: <laughs> and, and it's totally legit and it's a real thing you can do. You just uh, drink really fast uh, then you drive really fast and then you're not drunk to
2: drive. Yay. I mean, technically, <laughs> I don't know how long it takes to hit the bloodstream. I don't know either. I don't know. Either way, don't try this at home. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. Does it take for alcohol? <laughs> um... What the fuck? Ten minutes.
0: (laughs) You might be surprised at just how fast alcohol begins to take effect. According to the National Institute of Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, alcohol enters your bloodstream as soon as you take the first sip. The effects kick in within about ten minutes.
1: So the trick is you take a shot and then you make a 10 yep. minute drive and then you get there. You're drunk That's or the, um, or, oh, man, just think. All okay, right. So hear me out. As long as we're making chug, bad choices, chug the whole bottle, you chug the whole bottle. And then, <laughs> and then but you chug. You have to chug it really fast because like the chugging is going to take a minute at least. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you have nine minutes to get to your destination. So you chug a whole bottle of vodka, tequila, whatever it is. And oh you chug a hundred and eighty dollar bottle of tequila. Just to waste it, yeah. just waste it, just waste it, and then
0: you have to run to your vehicle, right? Because you're not trying to waste any time. So now you're. No, you
1: sit in your vehicle when you chug it. Steve obviously does.
0: and then just out the window. Yep,
1: you toss it out the window. Shatters okay. everywhere. Uh-huh. Hopefully, hopefully, in and like a playground or something. Do a burnout. You do burnout.
0: You get pulled over. It's that big a deal.
1: Yeah, exactly. As long as the cop gets to your window and writes you a ticket before ten minutes kick in, you're totally fine.
0: That'd be wild. What a wild <laughs> experiment to do.
1: <laughs> you we need should to do this on like a closed. I mean, obviously I'm not going to chug a bottle or anything, but on a, in a closed circuit, like somewhere with like a private ground, mm-hmm. we need to like try this and just see like, do it. Can I legitimately like do a slalom? <laughs> to like get where I'm going. Like,
0: in I don't even eight need a Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need a whole <laughs> bottle, but like to take a like highball glass, and fill it with liquor.
1: I mean, and that's just, that's you know, pissed drunk for me these days. I'm old. Yeah, I mean, for you matter, too, for that matter. Throw yeah. that
0: back and just throw that back, and then just like take, like go and see, like how long it takes for it to kick
1: in. Because like, how yeah, would you know it kicks in? Because the problem oh is, God, as you, you get know. drunk, yeah. I, you say that, but it happens yeah. gradually. And as you yeah. get drunk, you also get more confident. So you're probably like driving, like Ooh, I'm becoming a better driver. It's true. <laughs> yeah there, there is and a you, point
0: you would start to feel it. you'd be like whoa whoa i'm tipsy like you know when you're tipsy you can feel it your world starts to fucking wander around
1: it's funny because as you said that your screen got blurry i know i'm not even kidding yeah you know, it's not happening whoa. now but like literally when you were like whoa like it became blurry for me to look uh-huh. at you and i was like that's an interesting that's- effect
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i did
1: that on purpose oh man uh, yeah, that would be a fun experiment, except for the terrible True. hangover.
2: Be a fun experiment.
1: Mm-hmm. Just saying.
2: The next thing to give away is
1: the next thing to give away is. To. Brian Schrowang. Brian. Trowang. Brian had a moon picture Man. of him wheeling on the moon. And he has won himself a crawler off-road winch rope. And he was in a T.O.P. shirt. He was he was in a t- he wasn't even wearing an, an astronaut helmet or anything. I'm not sure how he was willing on the moon, but he he did it somehow. So fancy. I think he was holding his breath.
2: Mm, okay. could be.
1: Yep. It's fine if you hold your breath on the moon. Um, you're good for like, you know, five minutes or so, I think yeah. maybe 10, 15. Yeep. But. I don't know how the truck was running, because like don't trucks need oxygen to run too?
2: Uh he uh, had a HHO generator.
1: Oh, okay, okay. As long as he yeah. had a, a hydrogen generator, he was fine.
0: Yeah, that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> it brings all the things with it, you know, hydrogen and oxygen and things.
1: Cool. Well that worked out really well for him. He won himself a winch yeah. rope. Nice. I hope that he yeah, is okay. running a steel cable right now so that he can join the amazing world
2: of synthetic winch line. I don't remember what he's running. I don't and either. Does he even have a winch? Um, I don't know if he has a winch yet. Well, he's on his
1: way now with the new crawler mm-hmm. winch rope. You've just... You're all That's set. Now you get a winch. Even if it has a steel cable, throw it in the trash. Put a, put a synthetic winch rope on there. You'll be way better off.
2: Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Oh... All right, Steve, I talked about stuff I did.
1: You got to talk about the off-road stuff. What are you going to do to your Jeep? When are you going to do rock sliders? You've had the material for like seven years. What are you waiting for? Uh,
0: That's a good, solid question. Maybe I'll try to map out a weekend in February.
2: Yeah, you should.
0: Cut it all open. And uh, pull the shop, cut it open, and... Finish that job up. You know, I already have the doors fully removable, so I can just pull in the shop and all four doors off there. Yep. And then, uh, and then I can, uh, the driver's side's already cut out most of the way, and the, uh, passenger side is yet to be removed. to cut that yet. Now, the passenger side's in better shape than the, driver side driver side more, is not a lot more, of left
1: more good metal to weld to
0: yes the passenger side will be but the driver side not so much
1: it'll be all right mhm um <laughs> so when you do rock sliders on an XJ hmm? Similar to a full size truck or like anything that's body on chassis, do you still run like kickers that go down to I don't want to say the frame was, you know, a frame, yeah. but the frame yeah. in mm-hmm. quotations or do you just
2: in them in place of the rocker and call it a day? So I ordered. Hmm. We got to stop drinking beer on this podcast at eight, at late at night. Um, Sorry for I
0: you. Talk this morning. I ordered from um, Aries Fab, so he makes a set of slider, basically like uh, mount brackets, so to speak. So basically, cut all the bullshit out, clean off any of the metal behind it, and then I'm going to weld these to the inner rocker, and then the 2 by 4 will slide into that channel. Does that hmm. make sense?
1: Yes. Mm, maybe?
0: Yeah, so it's just basically a, a a seat for it to sit on, kind of an L bracket. I think it's an
2: L okay. or it could be a C.
0: It's a seat for it to sit on, and then you can weld that all to the unibody, or to the, to the inner rocker, not the unibody. You can weld all that to the inner rocker and take up as much metal as you possibly can to weld to, and then you can set your 2 by 6 in there and then get it level and weld it into place. Um... That is the plan. So I already ordered those. I also need to put my rear bumper in. I ordered a 18-inch long chisel bit uh, for an air hammer so that I can air hammer out the inner liner of the rear frame because they wrapped it like basically a frame stiffener and it hydraulic the inner sheet metal. And so now I can't slide anything into said frame
2: nice
0: yeah basically
2: so i have
0: to go in there with, i'm gonna go in there with an the air hammer and basically cut down both sides and cut down the top and try to get as much of that cheap bullshit out of there and then once i get that moved out of the way then hopefully i can slide in my uh bumper mounts that i ordered get those in place and bolted and then once those are in place and bolted then i can um, get the bumper put on. I'm excited about that.
1: What did you do for a rear bumper? Something prefab or did you make something I or what?
0: Did. I ordered an Aries Stubby.
1: Okay. So it's just yep. something really small, like the idea being departure that, angle. you know, yep. great departure,
0: departure angle.
1: Yep. It's just a, a small
0: uh, bumper. It goes out to just to the edge of the hatch on either side. Um, and it's just a really slick looking design.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's called the Aries Stubby.
0: It's an Aries stubby bumper. Rear bumper. Mike's gonna look
1: it up. Aries stubby. Lunch bumper. bumper. no nope, That's not I need a rear bumper. Yeah, stubby rear. Rear. Okay. Oh yeah, that's super tight. So tight. It's like right mm-hmm. up in there. Does it does yours have a receiver and a couple of shackle mats on it? It sure does.
0: Nice. Yep. I'm excited about that. So throw that on there, get that mounted up. And then after that is in place, um, like I said, I have the rockers to do. So I have a few fab projects I need to work on.
1: Man, what a nice, what a nice upgrade that'll be. You've been rocking a, I don't even know, a a home fab trailer hitch on the back of the thing for like the last, since you've owned it. It wasn't home fabbed. Oh, it wasn't. It looked to me like it was just like somebody stuck a square tube back there and just buzzed it on there and said, okay, Hitch.
0: It was a... I don't know what brand it was because it was old, but it was a, like, Hitch designed for an XJ. Okay. Yep. It was an XJ. Yeah, I mean, it,
1: don't get me wrong. It did you find for a long time, it but it was just fun. huge.
0: It, it hung down, but it also protected my fuel tank. And okay. it also... uh it also was apparently fairly sturdy, uh, far better than what I have currently. But which I is nothing.
2: It, which is nothing.
0: Um, did a fine job. I am excited to have even more departure angle, so now I can roll easier. I don't like. now I can roll easier. Yeah, like I have my departure angle in the rear was already like sixty degrees, and now it'll be more than that. So
1: I just like, heard yeah. you say departure anger and now anger. I want to call it anger instead of angle. I like it. I, have, I, have, I, like, a, I don't have departure angle. I have departure anger. Have.
0: Yeah, see, that's what you yes, have. exactly. <laughs> you have 30, 30 degrees of departure departure anger.
1: Yes. <laughs> I love it. Mm. And this Air, man, I wish that's the nice thing about owning a Jeep, right? Is you just go on this website. I'm at on I'm Ariesfabrication.com looking at Cherokee XJ bumpers and there's like 42 options. I'm like, man, what would it be like to own a Jeep and just be like, I want to fabricate something, but I don't want to fabricate it. I just want it to be the thing that I want that someone else makes. And you just click, you click it here and then you click the buy button and then it shows up at your door.
0: That was never an option before. Like back when I used to build stuff back in the day, that was never really an option. I guess I, you know, I bought my Rusty's lift. So there is that. Um, but other than that, like everything else I fabbed. The front bumper I fabbed. I don't
2: know, a bunch of other shit I fabbed.
0: But yeah, it is nice to order an Aries rear bumper
2: and be like, yeah, this is supposed to just work, and it doesn't. And it doesn't. It doesn't because of your Jeep, not because of their
1: fabrication.
0: Yeah, no, their their fabrication is is likely fine. Uh it does not work because I have too many. The Jeep is old and has been through too much life in the Midwest. Yep. If this were California, we'd already have it on there. It'd be done,
1: right? But it'd be bolt-ons, not it'd be bolt-ons.
0: fabricate-ons. Yes, Fag fabricate. Fab. Yeah, fact. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, okay. That's what I. <laughs> I shouldn't have drank. Drink. I shouldn't have this meme. Drank meme. I shouldn't have uh, this drink. Apparently,
1: meme. that 5% dank meme became more potent with time, and now it's like 10% Ooh, because you're yeah. acting like you just had a shot. well
0: oh, what's going on? Stomach's a little upset. Well, maybe I should have drank this, Mike.
1: Uh, I hope you're <laughs> okay. If you throw up later, let me know.
0: <laughs> Is it
2: 5%? It's pretty low. Five maybe 5.442?
0: Point, point four
1: four no, 5.44%. Five, four four well, five and a half. It's a, it's definitely not. To, they wouldn't put the, the the down to the hundredth of a percent. They'd put the tenth well, yeah. of a percent. So like,
0: well, the percent, the, it's a stamp on the bottom. So it looks oh, like
1: a two. But it's you an know, old then, ass stamp that you probably can't read anymore.
0: It does say 5.44, though.
1: That is weird. And maybe that's what um, it is. Yeah. But I just remember the dank move is 5 percent. Maybe it is 5.4. Who knows? Yeah. Either way.
0: Um. Give more shit away. Are we, what are we down to? Are we down to the third? Are we down last,
1: to the second? No, we're down to the last thing.
0: Number one?
2: That's this yeah, is
0: number bro. one.
1: Number Let's one.
2: Give it away.
1: The thing that we're giving away, number one, is to on. Mr. Tom Callahan. Tom. We love your post. It was the T.O.P. post. Tap. And you won yourself from Complete Off-Road, a Complete Off-Road brand trail defense diff cover for a Dana 30, 44, or 60. Your choice. You'll just have to give uh, Chris Willie a call and let him know which one you would like. Tom's got a lot of rigs. Hopefully, he's got something that's got a Dana axle and needs a beefy diff cover.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he could use that for something. Eventually,
1: all maybe. the junkies got laying around, he'll find some use for it.
0: Yeah, I don't think they have one for a new Ford F2 F350, but maybe.
1: Um,
2: unless it's got a 60, right? Oh, point saying, all right, we did it, we gave we, away
0: all of the things.
1: Episode 200 was good to us, our, our partner companies were good to us. Guess we got they a bunch were. of cool stuff to give away. And we did it. And hopefully we have a bunch of happy listeners. So excited. Congratulations
0: to all of the winners. And thank you all who participated in that giveaway. Um, We appreciate all the entries and the photos. That was pretty awesome to see all of you and your rigs. So thanks for joining and playing. Absolutely. I enjoyed it very much. Did we buy. Like, did we buy not accident, but like, did we shout out all of the partner companies? Almost all of the partner companies?
1: You know, I thought about that it's, as I was writing these down. So we got at least Complete. Yes. Uh, we got Crawler. Crawler. We got ORA. We got Warflate. Right. And uh, yeah, the, the only, I mean, and then obviously us. Our merch is just us. <laughs> Our merch, yep. And then we have uh, Checkout Rad Designs. Rory is still
0: creating new things on the Rad Designs website. So make sure you head over to... Rad, raddesigns.com to check out what Rory is up to. Just kind of periodically check in and see what new stuff he's dropping on the website. Uh, I think he's some fabrication stuff. He's doing like fabrication tools to help you in your shop. Check out toolbox widget. If you need to get your toolbox organized, highly recommend it, toolbox widget. That's what I have in my toolbox to organize my wrenches, my screwdrivers and my pliers and my sockets It is super handy. And keeps everything organized so you can see what is there and what is not there. And that way you don't come up missing a wrench. Also, last but not least, if you need anything to keep your rig clean, uh, check out Summershine Supply. We've got lots of stuff. We've got our good soap. We've got our all-purpose, our our, uh, relentless all-purpose cleaner. The relentless all-purpose cleaner is excellent when you're trying to get off tough dirt on your rig especially on uh your soft tops on your jeeps and things so um you got that and then also you can coat your paint with our razzle dazzle ceramic top coat it will make eat it will make it easier to get the mud off the next time you hit the trails other than that we've got a handful of bundles if you guys are looking to get into something for a little bit of savings you can get a bundle we've got exterior bundles interior bundles wash bundles We've got two different foam cannons, uh, depending on what you're doing uh, with your mm. pressure washer. If you've got a electric pressure washer that's below or 2, two gallons a minute or less, you can get our uh, low-pressure wash bundle. If you've got one that is 4,000, if it's 4,000 PSI, 4 gallons per minute or less, you can check out our high-pressure wash bundle. Both of those come with good soap and a wash mitt and a foam cannon. I think it's all I, got. My I, think it's all I have for them. I know I have, there's so much going on in this company and so many different things. We're changing it up. We're putting, add new bundles every day. Um, we've got our tire drip that is just mm, when it comes to the interior, it is choice. Um, it's called tire drip, but the interior side of it, using it in your interior. Mm, so good. How was, how nice was my interior when we went wheeling Mike?
1: Oh, it was very nice. I was actually surprised at how clean it was it when I got so in there. It clean. was like, it was as clean as my daily and it was this wheeling rig.
0: I wiped it down with some relentless real quick. Got all that mud off there from the last fuck year, probably since I've detailed it. And then I followed that up with some tire drip on a microfiber and just wiped down all of my vinyl and my plastics in tight in there. And it just, it smells good. It looks good. It's a nice, a matte finish when applied with a towel like that. And mm, I just, that is, <clears throat> that is one of my favorite products we have. <laughs> I know it should be the metal polish, but that tire drip is just, it's just too good. It's too versatile.
1: I'm so. scared to use it because it's called tire drip. I know I've already told you this.
0: Yes. The I don't think want a shiny interior.
1: I a clean interior.
0: Yes. Well, you saw what mine looked like.
1: Yeah, it just wasn't that shiny. Don't,
0: yeah. Don't spray it on and leave it on. So apply it to a water. microfiber and wipe it. Yeah. Just spray it onto a microfiber and just work it into your dash. It will leave you with this nice, clean satin finish.
1: I guess I just need to get some.
0: Yeah, I, I know a guy. I know a guy. I, who, I know yeah.
1: that you know a guy. I've been pro- pro- <laughs> procrastinating because I have I never have time to detail to my, to my trucks. Tra-
0: oh, you got ceramic in the swag pack. We gave away ceramic. We gave away Razzle That's razzle. right.
1: And so, honestly, anyway. I detail my shit so little. I haven't even used it. I understand. It's a shame. It's a shame. It is
0: a shame. Wait till you use it on your red truck and you're just like, oh, where has this been my entire life?
1: I need to just leave it in there. Does it freeze? It does. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. My, my griot shit freezes too. Like if I leave yep. it in the backseat and I like want to wipe some off and it's blood freezing, I'm like, Oh, never mind. I guess tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah. Eric has sent me many of Snapchats of my products frozen in his truck. I'm like, they're all water-based, my guy. Of course they yeah. freeze.
1: What are we supposed to do here? Like calm down. <laughs> There's nothing we can do, Eric.
0: Oh, Take it shit. inside with you. If they're cold, you're cold. If you're
1: cold, they're cold.
0: Stop <laughs> leaving your detailed products, your summer shine supply on the truck. Uh, is that all we got for today? Hey, you got any last words?
1: Uh, Ooh, got uh, it. Uh, yeah, you definitely got me. I did not prepare. A lot of times I try to think about this before yeah. last words are to be spoken. But today I didn't. The last
0: words today are keep your AGM batteries charged up so that you don't have to go out when it's zero degrees and get an error code.
2: Yeah,
1: I don't I don't know what's going on there, but it was dead, dead, like a dead. Really? dead. The nice thing about an AGM battery is that you can usually bring them back if you mm-hmm. bring them all the way down to like dead, dead, whereas like normal mm-hmm. batteries, if they get dead, dead, they dead short and you're kind of done for. Yeah. Um. So I guess the moral of the story here is maybe use an AGM battery in your offload app applica- off off road application. Apparently the beer is getting to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> <Love> <laughs>
0: it. Right on. That's it for episode 201, and we'll catch you on the trail. Uh, Bye-bye. Episode. I mean, we gave things away, right?
1: Yeah, that wasn't the worst episode that we've ever had. You know, it hasn't happened in a long time. Back in the day, at the end of the episode, it would end and then there was a little excerpt of us talking. Yeah, we haven't done that in a long time.
0: Well, we don't edit anymore. So, Mango, make this the snippet
1: on the back end. Okay, and hold on. Let me, me see if I can figure out. this out. Fucking hell, that's not and it. You
0: can send that to Mang Mang. Mang Mang. <laughs> mang Mang.